Welcome to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcast on protecting the EU agri-food supply chain in the face of coronavirus. Images of half-empty supermarket shelves are becoming all too common as European countries struggle to limit the effects of the coronavirus, a pandemic that has changed what everyday life looks like for everyone. So what is the EU doing to protect the agri-food supply chain and ensure food security during the pandemic? Stay with us. When the first cases of COVID-19 were declared in China at the end of 2019, few could predict the scale it would take. Closed schools, workplaces, life at a standstill in Europe and most of the world. And although it is too early to measure the impact of the coronavirus crisis on the agri-food sector, as it all depends on how long the crisis will last, some parts of the picture are already clear. The EU food system is a complex web of interrelated sectors that not only employs millions of people, but also ensures the viability of food supplies at reasonable prices for consumers. This system relies on about 10 million farms, several hundred thousand food and beverage processing companies, thousands of businesses manufacturing agricultural inputs or handling packaging, transport, storage and distribution, as well as wholesalers, markets and other retailers. So as EU governments rush to temporarily close borders and restrict movements in an attempt to control the spread of the virus, the entire agricultural sector and food supply chain began to experience serious disruptions. Transport routes were blocked and long queues formed at border checks, which posed particular problems for fresh food. Quarantine measures also limited access to agricultural food markets. Restrictions on goods transport have also affected international trade in agri-food products, making it very difficult, if not impossible, to reach their country markets, especially China. Across the EU, and in spite of reassuring messages from both the authorities and the industry, consumers responded to the confinement measures with panic buying and stockpiling. At the same time, local food shops saw an increase in clients as more people started to shop locally. But this, combined with supply issues, could mean that some products such as fresh fruit and vegetables, milk or meat, could soon be in short supply and therefore become more expensive. The looming shortage of seasonal workers who, when harvest season approaches, travel across Europe to work in the fields and processing plants is another source of concern. Transport of live animals has also been affected by the reintroduction of border checks and the closure of restaurants together with the cancellation of public and private events in which catering services are offered means that all that food will either not be sold or will need to be sold through different channels. In the light of these massive disruptions, EU farmers and industry representatives have called on EU institutions to adopt the necessary measures to safeguard and guarantee the functioning of the EU food value chain. Animal welfare organisations have also asked the Commission to suspend all remaining exports of live farm animals to non-EU countries and take measures to avoid increased animal suffering due to long queues at the borders. So what are the EU and its member states doing to help mitigate the impacts of the pandemic on the agri-food sector? Stay with us. Since the start of the coronavirus outbreak, specific schemes have been set up at EU level to provide a lifeline to agri-food sector farms and companies that have been the hardest hit. To ensure the flow of essential goods, the EU has kept green lanes open at border crossings. Employees from the agri-food sector are also allowed to continue working and to make up for the number of seasonal workers who won't be able to leave their countries of origin this year, initiatives have been launched to recruit locals who can do harvesting work in the fields. 
To support farmers, the EU also extended the application deadline for EU subsidies by one month and approved temporary state aid measures. The European Parliament voted these first emergency measures to combat the coronavirus pandemic at an extraordinary plenary meeting at the end of March. And members of the Agricultural and Rural Development Committee have put forward proposals on further measures. As a first step to address the emergency at EU level, there has also been an overhaul of EU farm policy rules. Now, how these rules will evolve further depends on the concerted efforts of all parties concerned. The coronavirus crisis has also put on hold discussions on the next long-term EU budget and future EU farm policy. Now, no one knows how this crisis will evolve, but one thing we do know, the new coronavirus is a test of unprecedented magnitude for the EU and one which will likely shape its future. That's why an ambitious and well-coordinated EU response is more needed than ever before. You're listening to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcasts.